0: Let's kick it off. It's another Budo Brothers podcast. Welcome and thank you for joining us. We are weapons hot.
1: <laughs> on... With that horn in every freaking yeah. Spanish discoteca,
0: <laughs> we're weapons hot. That's uh, what we're talking about today. Is being weapons hot. We were actually talking about the beauty of weapons, and my fascination with weapons started at a. Very, very young age. Okay. Bless my parents. For my sixth birthday, I got a pair of Psy, mm-hmm. like Raphael's. Oh so was he your favorite ninja turtle? No, I wanted the sword, but my mom was like, You're gonna cut your brother's hand <laughs> off. So you can have the less lethal of the Ninja Turtles weapons, which was the Psy. Okay. I st- I had a broomstick. Donatello was like, Done. Hey, mom, I'm boring your broomstick. We're gonna fuck some stuff Donnie up. Was easy. Yeah, so I had the broomstick. Nunchucks, nah, you know. You always hurt yourself. Yes, so started out with the bow, mm-hmm. worked my way up to Psy. Literally, I was like six, seven years old max. And I remember on my birthday, the most ecstatic, I could not believe I was the owner of these like, grrr, weapon, these martial arts weapons that I've only seen on Ninja Turtles, you yeah. know, and I was just so fascinated with weapons as a young kid, just, and I, I legit think Ninja Turtles had so much to do
1: with it. I remember Wolverine, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I took chopsticks, yeah. put them in my, fing- my fingers. I'm like, these are now my weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I just went punching things with these spikes on. Absolutely hurt my hand to hell. But it felt cool. Weapons, there's a certain affinity to them for all martial artists. And they are a tool used to gain advantage yes. in combat. Like yeah. technology, no matter what area of your life plays a big factor of who the victor is Mm -hmm. like when night vision goggles were invented damn that changed a lot Mm -hmm. of a lot of things right so technology has always been intertwined with humans and like think of the samurai or the the sword like that that has been around and has been such a vital part of history that it it's almost tied to our bloodlines right and at that time it was the F-16
0: like it was it was the top shelf weapon that was you couldn't even reverse engineer it the when swords were the weapon of choice like the samurai sword with the the actual ingenious literally I watched a documentary on it and it blew my mind and I took a bunch of material science courses in university Mm -hmm. And I understood, you know, what quenching does and how uh, malleable metals and all. They figured this shit out thousands of years ago. Right. And they're perfecting tamahagane. And it's this spiritual process where the blacksmith is putting his everything into these swords. And the Japanese culture perfecting that weapon turned them into a... Superpower. Right. They were a and the an empire. They mm-hmm. were like going
1: out and expanding their empire. Japan was a force, right? It really was. And when you hold a weapon, there's something primal about it. Like even when you're holding a stick or mm-hmm. a knife or a sword or a gun or whatever that is, like there's like, damn, like yes, you know, you get yeah. that little bit of like, it's like an, almost a little adrenaline kick. Yeah, maybe, yeah, like you know, it's there's something so deeply rooted to it mm-hmm. with human beings and that why the heck do you think like we just keep building stronger and stronger weapons like they're the technology could blow up the world 30 times over but yet we still want to build yeah. this next thing and next, next level thing and the next yeah thing. yeah it's
0: just it's sad it's sad that the amount of resources we pour into killing each other that could be redirected, but I get it. I also get but, it at the same time.
1: It's the same as like when Ugg and Thor were created. Ugg had a stick and smashed the other dude. And was like, Shh, I'm gonna survive with this. Like, you know, it's just like you. It's it's in the DNA. It's in the DNA to to like that. To have enemies? No. To to use technology as an advantage. To want to sure. To, but in the context of weapons, right? But you've feel safer when you carry it, right? Like I For have, sure. yes. like, I may not be as strong as that dude, but I could use this mm-hmm. and equalize mm-hmm. this. Yeah, right, right? equalizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do think that's where they come from. But it's it's funny when you hear the word weaponized, like weaponizing your awareness, weaponizing mm. your intention, mm-hmm. like using it as a tool in order to make you more deadly in the mm. office space yeah, or right. deadly like you know, you're like, and the word gets intertwined. Like, oh, you're a savage. Oh, you're a hustler. You're savage, yeah, yeah. right? So, weaponize gets used a lot in 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 a lot of different places. Like, yeah. And, and on the flip side, you know, weaponizing your awareness
0: to have an advantage. You've also heard like, oh, they're weaponizing this political, like mm-hmm. where it's negative. You're right. weaponizing something
1: negatively. I guess a weapon is made to cause damage, right? Mm. That's the definition. Like it's it's something used to destroy or to cause damage. Mm-hmm. And so is there any positive way to use a weapon?
0: Yes. How? Huh. To protect your family? Right. That's a positive way. Someone like I guess. Damn right. Yeah. So there's the thing,
1: right? Like So yeah, weapons are very Serious, right? That's what's the it's... thing about them. They're serious. And if you look at gun culture in particularly, let's say, Texas, right? Um, when you grow up from when you're a young kid, you get like a gun, a, a, a BB gun, then you move to a 22. And like it's just something that you learn and it's progressed and it becomes part of your life. Right? Yeah, right. It's just... Part of the culture. Yeah. And as martial artists we in do- we adopt that type of culture. Like we learn about knife training, we learn about sticks, we learn about mm-hmm. all the types of weapons, throwing weapons, spikes. Yeah. yeah. Like because one, they're rooted in history. Yes. Like Tonto Jitsu. Maybe not that applicable today. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. you know how they would hold it and use it the knives are way different and the grips are a little different but mm-hmm. that is rooted in warriorship Deep in history, history. Yeah. in feudal japan like it 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 comes from somewhere and to learn it you are you are taking on that mm-hmm. and you are mm-hmm. you're forming that and then you have the tactical side of things where it's like this is how you use this to inflict damage mm-hmm. the most amount of damage yeah. possible yeah.
0: and there's a bit of an irony between Or maybe it's a paradox. A beautiful weapon. When you hold a crafted sword, Mm -hmm. it is a thing of beauty that can inflict... Like, it's a paradox. It's like it's a beautiful death (laughs) (laughs) tool.
1: But but you watch those movies in particular and those like, oh, that's a beautiful death. Right? When it's just a clean, quick death. Like, I think that's where it came from. Like, those swords that would just... And that's it? Like, mercy on your opponent? Everything's done? Like, that's it? That's a beautiful death. Versus, like, ah, you know, like, pain and suffering. It's like a quick, clean death. Mm -hmm. Like, they... It was honorable. right? You know?
0: And even looking at the training with weapons and the beauty in the art of learning these weapon arts, Mm -hmm. you know, training with weapons is so beneficial literally i've gotten so much value out of flowing with the hanbo you know and i incorporate almost daily yeah. i incorporate the hanbo into my workouts hmm. and i'll just i use it to break up my sets and i will just do some hanbo flow it opens up my shoulders it it helps me with coordination it's this movement meditation and there's such beauty in it even though in my mind it has nothing to do with violence or smashing the heads of no I'm flowing I'm in art I am in the this is the beauty of the martial art and art is a half of the word
1: right and there's a lot of imagination in martial arts and it doesn't matter what art you're in you can't tell me that there's not imagination in each and every single art. you're like, Oh yeah, what about boxes? Yeah. Shadow it's boxing a, is imagination. It's art. You're yes. you're slipping, you're moving, you're mm-hmm. you're perfecting, you're dancing, you're you're moving around. Like if you were to tell a person who's never seen boxing before and show them a person shadow boxing, they would think that person is absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> are they spasming? <laughs> that's a mad yeah. That's a person fighting the air. Like, yeah, right. What's it what the hell yeah. are they doing? right they mm-hmm. wouldn't know that they're shadow boxing yeah. for boxing they'd be like this guy yeah. is dancing around punching the air
0: and what's so beautiful about shadow boxing and just moving your body and really getting those communication lines where you can think so, you can you can just move without thinking mm-hmm. because you have that uh, that amount of brain uh, pathways, the pathways of communication throughout your body are so strong that you bear, you don't even have to think you just move. That's the place that I want to get to. And I've been really trying to work on my footwork lately, get, again, back to the last episodes, f- focusing on the fundamentals, Yeah, but getting to the point where you have done so many move. It could be anything, any kata. It could be flow drills in FMA. It could be anything. Learning how to use your body, learning how to move your body without thought, where you just start to flow. And when you reach that flow state, man, there are, there are fewer places in the world. I would rather be than in that state where nothing else exists. And you, you're not even thinking and it's just, it's coming out of you, man. I can't describe it, but it's literally one of the best feelings ever. And I don't care who's watching. I don't there there is no one watching. Mm-hmm. I'm in my zone. I'm just flowing, pure
1: flow. There's so much beauty in that. It's funny you could look at kids and they're in that state all the time. Mm-hmm. So as adults, one of the reasons martial arts is so enjoyable is because you get to go back to that. Like you're flowing, you're just playing being a kid. You're, and you, you're being a kid. You're grabbing your stick and swinging it around like Donatello.
0: And no one's watching. Yeah. You know the saying, dance like no one's watching? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Train like no one's watching. hundred. Train like no one's watching.
1: Yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. Budo Brothers Challenge.
0: Budo Brothers Challenge. You know what? If you haven't trained with a weapon, If you have been in a martial art that does not involve weapons, the Budo Brothers challenge is to learn a weapon, learn how to move and flow with a weapon. It could be a Hanbo, could be Kali sticks, could be a knife, could be a six foot staff. There is so much wisdom that can be learned from training with weapons and the value cannot be underestimated. There is, it teaches you so much that I
1: want everyone to experience it. So if you haven't trained with a weapon, now is the time. And I can guarantee that one of your ancestors at some point in history used a weapon. And made it so that you were birthed. <laughs> because that <laughs> weapon,
0: yeah. pro- it, it, it was the, 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 the warrior that allowed your family line to prolong
1: exactly until next week
0: until next week everyone thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you next Thursday